Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle. For the time that is ours to share, you guys, I want to talk about some surefire ways to get your mojo back. I know what you're thinking. Michelle, what in the world are you talking about? Do you know the older that we get, sometimes we start to think that we've lost our mojo. And truth be told, it's not really about the aging process because you have some young people who think that they've, and I'm air quoting, you just can't see it, have lost their mojo. So I'm going to give you some things to think about, and I'll list them in the description box, so please make sure you check them out. So we're going to jump right on in. Number one, stop whining. Can I say that one more again? Because somebody in the back of the room missed what I just said because you blinked too fast. Stop whining. If there's something in your life that you don't like, you either fix it, you try to fix it, or you move away from it. While it's fine to vent occasionally, endless going on and on on this negative pathway, or pathway I should say, is a surefire way to kill your mojo. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm going to say that one more time. It's fine to vent occasionally. However, you need to, if something that you don't like or if something, someone in your life is not adding any value, let me say that, to your life, you either try to fix it or you just move away from it. Let, leave it be. The thing that gets me, and I'm going to say this because I'm going to vent right now and then I'm going to leave it alone. The thing that gets me is that people will have folks in their lives maybe it's a job some co-workers a relationship and these people just drain you of all your positive energy and you vent about it all the time yet you make no move to get rid of it if they won't leave then dag wanted you leave but what you should not do is sit around spending your time Worrying about those people, those places, and those things that add no value to your life. I'm just not going to do it. And I'm loving the fact that I'm in a season of my life right now where I'm not worried. Actually, I've been in this season for a while. But I'm, I'm not worried about those people, places, and things that add no value to my life. You know why? Because it's like that snake in the grass. I don't have to worry about getting bit because I'm not going to go anywhere near it. And I'm not going to allow it to come anywhere near me. All right, I'm done venting. Let me move on. Number two, do something daring. So go on a mini vacation, but get this, you guys, by yourself. You know, we always go on vacations with other people, be it a family member, significant other, your children, girlfriends, guy friends, whoever. But how many of you can actually say that you have been on a vacation by yourself? I can honestly say that I have never been on a vacation by myself. I have traveled by myself for work, but I've never been on a vacation by myself. Go bungee jumping or do something else that makes you step outside of your comfort zone. Funny thing is, I talked about on Thursday how you have to step outside your comfort zone in order to truly live because nothing really great 
happens in your comfort zone. That's your safe place. That's your go-to place. When, when all else fails, you know you can stay in your comfort zone and be successful. You don't have to do much in your comfort zone because people don't expect much from you. But every now and then you have to step outside of your comfort zone. I had to step outside of my comfort zone and create a podcast. I had to step outside of my comfort zone and start doing videos for my YouTube channel. I had to step outside of my comfort zone, come on somebody, and started doing Instagram reels. That is just not my thing. It was not my thing, but now I love it. And I'll talk about pretty much any topic that you give me. And I said, pretty much, okay? Number three, I said, wear something flattering. Looking good will help you feel good. Also, spritz on some perfume or cologne. You ever notice how when you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you have a different feeling about you than when you dress up and put on that nice Sunday go to prayer meeting suit or that, 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 that pretty picnic dress, if you will. And some cute shoes, some heels, or, you know, your little pearls and all that kind of stuff. You feel completely different. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I know I do. I feel different when I'm in leggings or sweatpants and a t-shirt or a tank top than I do when I get dressed up. It's a completely different feeling. Number four, I said engage in an activity that you enjoy. The positive spirit you feel toward what you're doing will radiate to the outside. Anytime you are doing something that you don't really enjoy doing, something that you don't truly want to do. That's why, before I finish that thought, that's why I try my best to be careful about doing things and my heart really isn't in it. Because if my heart's not in it, I'm, chances are I'm not going to give 110% to that thing. I may give 50% to it, but I'm not going to give my all to it because it's not something I really enjoy doing. I enjoy motivating people. And so I give it my all. I come to you broken sometimes. I come to you just not feeling my best sometimes. Not, not feeling like motivating you at all because I don't really feel motivated at that particular moment. But I can put that on the shelf because this is what I enjoy doing. And I understand that it's not about me. It's about the people that I help. And I keep that as my focus. And because I enjoy doing it, I get this positive spirit that just overwhelms me. So that once I'm done with, with motivating people, it doesn't matter if it's just a post or a video, I feel so much better. Number five, practice positive. So repeat the following to yourself, and I'll make sure I, I really spell this one out. When it comes to dreams, one might falter, but the only way to fail is to abandon them. I need you to get that in your spirit, and I need you to remind yourself of that every day. So let me say it one more time. When it comes to dreams, one might falter, but the only way to fail is to abandon them. And that is so true. We all have dreams. We all have goals. I have a vision book. You all know I don't do vision boards, but I have a vision book. And every time I have a thought or a dream to do something, I write it down. 
because even if I don't get to do whatever that thing is in the year in which that vision book is designed for, I can take that page out and I can put it in next year's vision book because I'm going to do it. I just didn't get around to doing it when I wrote it down. Number six, get moving. Engage in a physical activity that you enjoy. You can go out for a bike ride, challenge someone to a friendly game of tennis, or I love me some racquetball, or go for a long hike, just like water that doesn't circulate tends to become stagnant. Lack of, of movement can make you feel sluggish and deple depleted. So I need you all to get up and get moving. You ever notice how when you tend to lounge around all day doing nothing, picking your toenails, watching the same old shows over and over again, or whatever it is you do when you're just laying around doing nothing, you don't feel like you, you lack the energy to want to do anything. And you feel sluggish and you just feel like all your energy is just gone. But get up and get moved. Let somebody call and say, hey, come on, let's go to the mall. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do the other. You go do it and you think, wow, that was so much fun. I am so glad I went. So I need you to get up and get moving. Number seven, set yourself up to have frequent small wins. So instead of setting these huge goals and telling yourself that you'll succeed once you achieve them, I want you to break your goals down into monthly, weekly, and daily goals. And I'm going to add something else on to that. So I said the monthly, I said the weekly, and I said the daily. But I also want you to think about quarterly as well as yearly. I didn't have that in my notes, but I'm going to uh, write that down right now because I, I'm just a firm believer. Like I've started this year setting quarterly goals for myself and I have daily goals as well. And I have monthly goals of things that I want to achieve. I even have some weekly goals, but I, I set goals quarterly and I have overall goals for the year. Number eight, keep your head up. To quote Elizabeth Town, so you failed. You want to really, you want to be really great? Have the courage to fail big and stick around. Make them wonder why you're still smiling. Come on now, I don't know. If, if, if you don't get that, something's wrong with you. I'm going to say that one more, ten, one more time. I talked about keeping your head up. And this uh, Elizabeth Town quote says, so you failed. Okay, so what? You failed. You want to be really great? Have the courage to fail big and then stick around. Make people wonder why you're still smiling. Let me tell you something. You ever notice how people look at you different when you fail at something and you can still smile? You can still thank God. You can still praise God. Come on now. You can still lift up holy hands and folks are looking at you like you have lost your natural born mind. And they're saying to themselves, what in the world is she or he so happy about? That thing that they were trying to do, it didn't work out. So what are you happy for? Mm. That's because they don't know the secret that you know. That you have to keep your head up even when things don't work out. Okay, that relationship didn't work out. Honey, hold your head up. That job didn't work out. Hold your head up. That, that investment that you got into, it didn't work out. 
hold your head up. Put that smile on. I'm talking about a genuine smile. I ain't talking about that fake smile that looks like you're clenching your butt cheeks to keep from passing gas. I'm talking about put on a genuine smile and let people wonder, what in the world do you have to be so happy about? And you tell them, honey, I'm just happy because I'm still here. I failed, so what? I learned from my mistakes, and now I'm going to move on and take what I learned someplace else. Ooh, come on, somebody. Number nine, be true to yourself. Are you doing what you really want to do, or are you trying to fulfill the expectations of others? Now, this is a question, you guys, that I really, really, really want you to think about. I want you to ask yourself that question, and I want you to really think about that thing. Are you following conventional wisdom instead of listening to your gut? Paying attention to your authentic needs and listening to your inner wisdom is one of the best ways to get your mojo back. I can promise you that, okay? Number 10, take a moment to look back at your successes. If your mojo is down because you haven't had any successes in a while, try to reconnect with the feeling of success that you've had in the past and then bring that feeling into the present. This is always a great thing to do. You might even be at a place where you're not in a relationship and you, it seems like everybody around you is and you so want to be in a relationship and you just feel beat down. Think back to a relationship that you had that was just awesome. And maybe you all both parted on, on good terms and it was a mutual parting. And think about how great it was when you were in that last great relationship. Hold that in the front of your mind and just remember that God is getting ready to send on the person that is right for you. Or if maybe your business is not doing so well right now, it's okay. You've been at the top before and you'll get back up there again. Think about when your, your business was at a great place before. That should put a smile on your face and get your energy going. So I just really want to stress that you need to reach back and look at your wins, look at your successes and let that hold you until the new win and the new success comes into play. Number 11, forgive and forget. Oh, this is this is powerful, you guys. You can't undo what happened, but you can stop dragging it around with you by refusing to think about it. Mm. We need a whole podcast on that in and of itself. We have got to learn to forgive and forget. One thing's for certain, two things for sure. I refuse to walk around thinking about people that did me wrong, thinking about people that have talked about me, thinking about people that didn't have my best interest, thinking about people that didn't believe in me, thinking about people that hurt me. I'm not walking around thinking about that stuff. You know what? I've forgiven those people. I do. I've forgiven those people. So I don't have to walk around thinking about all the things that I want God to do to you or all the things I wish I could do to you that wouldn't land me in jail. I don't have time to, do, to, to sit and worry about that. I'm living my best life. I forgive and I forget. You know why? Because God can take care of those people far better than you can. So you forgive them, you forget them, and then you move on and let God handle it. Because I promise you, he will take care of that thing. You don't have to stress yourself about it. Number 12, 
Stop waiting for the facts to change. Stop waiting for the facts to change. So, which is just wishful thinking. If you've suffered a setback, you might <clears throat> decide to do nothing until a more comfortable set of facts presents themselves. And it may not happen. So stop waiting for it. The facts are what they are. It is what it is. So just keep it moving. Stop sitting around waiting for new information so you can change how you feel. You, you, you control that. Don't put that in somebody else's hands. Number 13, be curious. I want you to go out there and learn something new. Find some new interests. That always helps to get your mojo back. You have to be curious. Now, I want you to be curious within reason. Don't go out there getting yourself in trouble. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get yourself caught up in stuff. Don't get yourself hurt. But be curious just a little bit. Number 14, be grateful for what you have instead of focusing on what you lack. I don't even really need to, to spell that one out for you because that, that right there speaks volumes. Be grateful for what you have right now. Let me put a pen right there before I go on with the rest of that sentence. Whatever it is that you have right now, I want you to be grateful for it. Stop, stop, because I, I can hear somebody out there. You're thinking about, yeah, but... There was a time when I had this big, beautiful home and I had this top of the line luxury car and I had this great paying job and I had this, that and the other. My family was just awesome. OK, all of those things are great, but I want you to be grateful for what you have right now. See, when we're not grateful for what we have right now, that's a slap in the face to God. God is saying, well, wait a minute. OK, yeah, I took some of those things away from you. But look at what you have. The Bible even tells us is that when we are faithful over a little, mm, God will bless us with more, right? So always be grateful. I don't know about you, but every day before my feet hit the floor, I told you why I do my prayer meditation. And one of the things I always say is, Lord, I am grateful for all that I have right now. And if you never blessed me with anything else, I'm still grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for the things that you allow me to have. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for the car that you, the, the, my trucks that you allowed me to have, one of which was paid off last October. Glory to God. Another one that I'm two years in. Next February, I'll have three years down and two more to go. I am thankful for all that I have right now. So if I don't get that big mansion, and I won't lie, y'all, I'm afraid to be in the house by myself anyway. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. But if I don't get that big mansion, it's all right. I'm thankful for the money I have in the bank while I'm waiting. Come on now. While I'm waiting for my millions. Do you get what I'm understanding? Do you understand what I'm saying? Be thankful for what you have while you're waiting for what it is that you want. Ooh, that'll preach it in of itself. And I to finish that sentence, I said, instead of focusing on what you lack, see, the problem becomes when you start focusing on what you have, what I'm sorry, when you start to focus on what you don't have, what you have begins to take a back seat. So I want you to stop worrying about what you don't have and focus on what you do have. So you may have a speaking business and right now you only have 10 clients. 
focus on those 10 clients. Focus on giving them the best that you, excuse me, have to offer. Stop worrying about how you're not a Bishop T.D. Jakes and a Bishop, yeah, Bishop T.D. Jakes or Les Brown or Eric Thomas or Angel Richardson, Lisa Nichols. I forget her married last name because she just got married. But forget about those people. Forget about all the, 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 the folks and clients and, that they have, folks that are buying up their products. You'll get to that level. But focus on what you have right now as you work towards getting to where you want to be. Number 15, stay in your own life. Ooh. Stop comparing yourself to others and don't stray from your path because you're trying to copy what somebody else is doing. See, that's how you end up hurting yourself or you end up getting hurt when you try to do what other people are doing. See, there's a reason why they're doing what they're doing. And you may not know the reason behind it. So you go, oh, I want to do what they're doing. And then you find that it doesn't work out quite the way you thought it was going to. So stop trying to do what they're doing. And do what God has given you to do. Stay in your own life. I don't compare myself to anybody. And I'm going to tell you this. Nobody is better than you. And nobody's beneath you. We all are at different levels in life. And you have to remember that. Stop trying to compare yourself to what other people have, where they live, what they're doing. God gave you goals and dreams and he gave you a, a blueprint to follow that might be different than what he gave somebody else. Mm. Number 16, hang any awards or certificates that you have in a place where you'll be able to see them often. You need to surround yourself with your accomplishments. That's what number 16 is. Surround yourself with your accomplishments. You can also place photos of yourself having fun with your friends and family and keep places so that you're reminded of the people who care about you. See, sometimes we get caught up with the people that no longer care about us, the people that no longer make time for us, the people that have left us, and you forget about the people that are still there. I'm thankful for the people that God has placed in my life that care about me as I care about them, that love on me the way I love on them. I can't worry about the people that have, that, that have left. That's their choice to do that. And that just means that they weren't meant to be in this season of my life anyway. Y'all know I've talked about that before when we try to hold on to people that God said, wait a minute, mm -mm. their time and their season in your life has expired. That's like you trying to drink expired milk and you know it smells sour. Or you trying to eat some expired cheese and it's funky as all get out, but you're trying to eat it anyway. No. Except that, that everything has an expiration date. That's why we don't live forever. And so those people that chose to leave, that's fine. Let them go. They're just not the people that you need in your life. So surround yourself with accomplishments. You might be at a place right now as you're listening to this thinking, wow, I can remember a time when I was getting awards and uh, certificates and whatever else it is that you were getting. And now I'm not getting those things. And it can make you feel a little depressed, just a little bit. That's why it's so important to, to place your accomplishments where you can see them. So you can look back and say, wow, I remember when I got that. 
I can remember when I got this, that or the other. And, and as I talked about great vacation memories, every time I go downstairs, as I go down the steps and go around to cut through the living room, go to the bathroom, there's a picture frame of me and my mom and my sister, my sister-in-law. I think my brother's in it, my niece and my nephew, because the twins weren't born yet. And we were in, and my daughter, we were in Ocean City. Those are great memories. And my dad was never a beach person. So I can remember he'd be like, y'all go and have fun. You know, you need some money. Here you go. Have fun. See when you get back. <laughs> but now, you know, my sister and I are making sure, uh-uh, dad, you're going to start coming with us when we go on these family outings. And we have a great time when we go to, to, to Florida and Williamsburg and other places. And we have these beautiful pictures that just capture the great memories you know that we've that we have had as a family and it's just wonderful so just you know make sure you put those things up because you want to remind yourself number 17 i have two more and then i'm done number 17 help someone there's no better way to feel good about yourself and raise your mojo than by being of service to someone else i don't know about you but when i can help somebody else even if I don't really have it to, to give, it just makes me feel so much better. And I'm not looking for anything in return. When I can speak life into someone else, that helps make me feel, that makes me feel so much better. Especially if, it, if someone comes to me and says, Michelle, look, I, I need you. I'm just, I'm feeling down, I'm feeling out, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling beat down. And I can speak life into them. I can pray with them, I can pray over them, I can pray for them. That makes me feel so much better when I have my, my time with God and I get to pray about this world. I get to pray about God's people, some of which I specifically call by name. That just makes me feel so much better. Mm, I don't know about you. And lastly, number 18, I need you to refuse to give up. Whatever your most important goal is, and I need you to hear me, I need you to refuse to stop dancing. That is taking the necessary action to achieve your goal until you've succeeded. I need you all to hear me and I need you to hear me clearly. Whatever your most important goal is, and I'm pretty sure all your goals are important, but we all have that one goal that's like at the top of the, the list of important goals. I need you to refuse to stop until you have succeeded. There are going to be some roadblocks. There are going to be, and I talked about that in yesterday's car conversation. I talked about a turnaround is coming. And this is, um, I decided to talk about this because I was listening to Joel Osteen and he was preaching about that thing. But whatever it is that you've been hoping for and working hard to get to, it is coming. Your, your mountain is going to become a molehill so that you can get to the, the finish line for whatever that goal is that you have in mind. But it is so important that you not give up. Yes, things are going to happen. Yes, you're going to feel defeated. Yes, you're going to feel like giving up. But you have got to make up in your mind that you are going to keep pushing forward until you have succeeded in that goal. And it's as simple as that. You may have to take a few detours, and that's all right. As long as you get to the end goal, that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. 
Let me do a quick recap and I promise I'll let you be. So today I talked about some ways to get your mojo back. And number one, I said stop whining. It's all right to vent every now and then, but you need to stop whining about the same thing. If you are two, three, four years down the road and you're still complaining about that same thing, that's a problem. Because that means that you have not moved on and that is dragging your, your energy down. You just don't even realize it. Number two, I said, do something that's daring. Do something that you probably would never normally do. Number three, wear something flattering. You know, we get all dressed up. We just feel so much better. Number four, engage in an activity that you truly enjoy. There's nothing worse than always doing things that you don't want to do. And I get it. When you're in a relationship, you know, you go to the movies, you get to pick one time, your significant other gets to pick the next time. It may not necessarily be a movie that you want to see, but that's all right because they watched a movie that you wanted to see that they didn't. So it's okay. But every now and then you have to do something that you truly enjoy doing. Number five, I said practice positive. And I gave you something that I want you to memorize and repeat to yourself. When it comes to dreams, one might falter, but the only way to fail is to abandon them. Number six, I said, get moving. If you don't get up and get moving, guess what? You are never, ever, ever going to get to where you want to be. Number seven, set yourself up to have frequent small wins. So you should be setting monthly, weekly, daily, quarterly, and yearly goals. And then focus focus on those small wins. If you made it through today without having to cuss anybody out, guess what? That's a win. I seriously doubt that most of us did, but that's, that's all right too. But I'm just saying if that was your goal for the day and you were able to achieve it, then that's fine. If you made it through the day without eating any, eating any junk food or eating out, I'm giving you a thumbs up. But set yourself up to have frequent small wins. Stop stop looking at that big picture because that can get frustrating and that can also cause you to shut down. Focus on the small wins. Number eight, keep your head up. Have the courage to fail big and then stick around. Make them wonder why you're still smiling. Number eight, be true to yourself. If you can't be true to anybody else in life, you should always be able to be true to yourself. Number, that was number nine, I'm sorry, number 10, take a moment to look back at your successes. You might be in a slump. You might not be where you truly want to be. And that's all right because it happens to all of us from time to time. But you should be able to go back and look over the wins and things that you've accomplished along the way. Number 11, forgive and forget. You have got to do that. I, I always tell people when you forget, when you forgive and you forget, you're not forgiving that person for them. You're forgiving that person for you. See, because you're the one that's angry. Chances are they've gone on about their business. They ain't thinking about you. So I need you to learn to forgive and forget because God can always take care of that person far better than you can. And guess what? He's not going to end up in jail like you will if you do the thing that you've been thinking about. Number 12, stop waiting for the facts to change. Because a lot of times that's going to be wishful thinking. If you suffer a setback, you might decide that you're not going to do anything until a more comfortable set of facts presents themselves. Chances are that's not going to happen. So stop waiting for it. Number 13, be curious. Learn something new. Find some new interests. And I'm going to say this. You should learn something new every day. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, but you need to make sure you are learning at least one new thing every single day. 
Number 14, be grateful for what you have instead of focusing on what you lack. That speaks for itself. Be grateful for what you have right now and stop focusing on what you don't have. Mm. Number 15, stay in your own life. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop worrying about, oh, well, Lord, you blessed them with this, and I'm still waiting on that. Okay, that very well may be, but do you understand that everything is not necessarily a blessing? When you see somebody walking around and they have all this money, so now they're going out here buying this big fancy house, this big expensive car, taking these fancy lavish trips and all of that. Y'all know that old saying, a fool and their money will soon depart. That's what that happens. Everything that somebody has is not always a blessing. So stop calling it that. Number six, 16, surround yourself with your accomplishments. Again, you might be in a place right now where you're just not feeling really motivated. So go back and look at your accomplishments and say, wow, you know what? If I did it before, dad wanted, I can do it again. Sometimes you have to motivate yourself. Number 17, I said, help someone. Because there's no better way to feel good about yourself than when you help someone else in need. And number 18, refuse to give up. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what somebody said, or no, what, no matter what somebody told you that you can or cannot have, I need you to keep going and you refuse to give up no matter what. See, what I've learned to do in life is when you tell people something, that's why I'm always careful about who I share my goals with. First of all, I'm glad I'm thankful that I have a small circle that I can share my goals with and we encourage one another. But when you share your goals with someone and they try to tell you, oh, that's not going to work because so-and-so did it. It didn't work for them. Well, I'm not so-and-so and so-and-so's not me. You refuse to give up. Doesn't matter what people say. Doesn't matter what they think. If you don't have anybody in your corner, first of all, know you always have God. All right. Let's not forget that. But outside of God, if you don't have anybody in your corner, in your little inner circle, don't worry about them, honey. Keep your head up. Refuse to give up. Keep pushing forward because the best really is yet to come. If you are new to watching, to watching, if you're new to listening to my podcast, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your time to speak life into you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I put out a podcast every Saturday, so I look forward to seeing you again on next Saturday when I'll have a whole new topic for you. If this is not your first rodeo, I want to say welcome back. I missed you guys. So good to have you back again. You know, it is my privilege. It is my honor. And it is a blessing that I am able to speak life into so many people. I love it when I get emails and text messages and notes from people saying, Michelle, you have no idea how that podcast blessed me. You have no idea how your post blessed me. You have no idea how that video topic truly blessed me. And it came right when I needed it most. So it is my hope that something I've said today will marinate in your spirit and help you to get your mojo back as you go out there and be the phenomenal people that I know you are and just always know that well y'all know the drill you know my spiel I love each and every one of you to the moon and back and there's nothing and I mean absolutely nothing that you can do about it I am always here if you need someone to talk to I always know that I'm going to encourage you to achieve your goals 
I'm going to encourage you to go out there and do big things because I believe in you. Many of you I don't know. Many of you I've never met and I probably never will meet. And that's all right because I still believe in you anyway. So please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And guess what, you guys? You can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Just hit that button and start uh and you you can support me you can do a one-time gift or you can do a monthly thing anything that you decide to do is greatly appreciated because it helps me to continue to do what i do and i thank you so much to those of you that have supported me and continue to support me go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me until next week take care